0: Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub Podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything
1: from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter.
0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Creators Hub Podcast, more specifically episode number 111. Uh, Super cool episode number 111. Anyways, maybe that just entertained me and not you guys, but without any further ado, let's jump into the house cleaning business of the show this week. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys this week's interview may have been one of my favorites that I've ever done. Um, this creator is an entrepreneur and he is a marketer and he knows his stuff. And so stick around because we had a wonderful conversation miles and I did. And so definitely, definitely be looking forward to this one because it is fun. We'd like to remind you as always, we are brought to you by the fine folks over at tube buddy. If you're looking for a, a tool for one tool that can help take your YouTube channel to the next level to buddy. Is it, they've got a free browser plugin that you can upgrade to the paid version using my link. That'll help me out as well as help you out get a little discount there uh, with a, uh, they also have a mobile app now, which is amazing. Uh, would also like to remind you guys that, uh, we have a creator, a YouTube creator discord where basically anyone who supports me in the show for as little as a dollar, over on our Patreon campaign, you get access to that free creator discord. And guys, let me tell you something. The value is huge. All of the time during every single day of the week, there is someone asking questions about YouTube, bouncing ideas off of each other. There's a place for you to publish your most recent uploads for people to critique and talk about your thumbnails and this and that. And if you want access to that creator discord, please click the link in the show notes to go check out my Patreon campaign. And if you pledge $5 or greater throughout every month, you can bounce ideas and questions off of me. I allow you to personally, you know, instant message me through discord and I will give you advice and different ideas ideas like that, which is amazing. And just since last week, we've had tons of people join the discord via Patreon. So we have Zinkat, Sensational Life, Marcus Danes, Jeff Lauder, Sean Donnelly, Sabby BGTV, Seth, Christopher Edgar and Jacob S. Thank you guys so much. If you want to check me out, I live stream every last Wednesday on the TubeBuddy channel, and I also do live shows on my YouTube channel every Monday afternoon and every Friday morning at around 10:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got one review coming in over on iTunes today, coming from uh, Hawaiian Night 25. I really enjoy this podcast. Each episode is an opportunity to increase the quality of my videos. I have learned more about how to succeed on YouTube in these few short weeks of listening than I have my entire first year on the site. Keep up the good work. My YouTube channel is D Lamar. Well D thank you so, so much. I really appreciate the kind words now. Before I jump into the interview, I do want to say and, and and extend my deepest condolences to those people at the YouTube HQ, YouTube headquarters. If you didn't know, yesterday, um, uh, April, I'm not sure exactly the date, so I'm not going to say it, but yesterday, because I'm not sure when this episode will go live, there was a shooter, um, a, a, a female, a white female shooter who got, you know, loose in the YouTube headquarters and actually injured four people and then ending up taking her own life. Um... With all of the craziness going on and all the negativity in the world, and regardless of how you feel about YouTube and how they handle analytics and how they handle their algorithm, no one should wish harm on anyone. It's atrocious that we have to hear about shootings every week, it seems like, in this in this country. Guys, just love on people. Seriously, just love on people. That's what I want to encourage you with today. And use your voice as a positive message and use this platform as a positive message. So without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's conversation. I am so excited today to be joined by Miles Beckler. He's an entrepreneur on a mission to help people unlock the abundance and lifestyle freedom possible through internet marketing and entrepreneurship. With 15 years of profitable digital marketing experience, Miles is both qualified and fired up to teach you exactly what is working now. For free through his YouTube channel, podcast, and blog. Well, Miles, you've got a lot going on, man. What's up? Cheers, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to uh, give some value to the audience. Absolutely, man. We're going to talk YouTube today. We're going to talk entrepreneurship. We're going to talk about your channel, the the rapid growth that you've seen uh, on your channel. So before we do that, though, let's kind of pump the brakes a little bit, Miles. Let my audience know a little bit more
1: about yourself and how you got started in the YouTube space. Yeah. So it would have to go back to my wife and I have, um, a platform we built together starting in like 2009. It's in the spirituality space, kind of where angels and meditation overlap. Um, so my wife and I've been working on that for, uh, eight years now and about a year and a half ago, I hit this point where I felt I needed to be a creator on that first business. I was completely behind the scenes running the WordPress and the SEO and all the, the kind of technical stuff. And in August of 2016, it just clicked at a personal development conference by Kyle Cease Um, I needed to challenge myself. I needed to throw my hat over the fence and do something that kind of got me out of my comfort zone. So I chose creating daily YouTube videos and I did a 120 videos in 120 consecutive days, publishing one video a day every day. Um, and my life has absolutely changed. So I still run that business with my wife. We still have that running. We're kind of being of service to that audience, but I'm also teaching all the tactics and the nuts and bolts of uh, internet marketing and how we've essentially done what we did. Uh, That's kind of what I put out now and I'm twice as busy and I'm having twice as much fun. But um, life is magical when you find that kind of alignment, I think. I love it. Now, where does YouTube
0: come into play. Like you, you have your business, you did the 120 videos, uh, you know, daily uploads, which I love. I want to touch on that briefly in a moment, but let's talk about YouTube in general. And now you're doing the YouTube. You're basically what you're doing is you're explaining what you're doing to make the business that your wife and yourself have successful. And so talk about the benefit of YouTube and what you've been able to do and how you've been able to build a brand around miles
1: Beckler and internet marketing and entrepreneurship. Absolutely. So the first most important thing is to for, for everyone to look within themselves and in your DNA and what is the easiest method of creating and publishing content for you? So for my wife, it was actually WordPress and blogging. Um, and so I tried blogging for years and years, tried getting all this content I have and all this knowledge I have out through blogging but I don't like to write. It's actually really challenging for me to write. I judge my writing so much. I never get to the point where I publish, but there's something about YouTube especially in my DNA. It's fun. It's kind of easy. I can kind of talk on the fly. I don't do that much preparation. I just turn it on and go. It's like a performance and I'm kind of a, I love it. I get charged by it. So I really feel like YouTube is my personal medium. And once I aligned with it and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can finally get all of this stuff out. I can get what's in my heart, my soul, my head. I can just, I can just get it out one video at a time it became kind of fun and easy. And when it's fun and easy, we do it over and over and over again. Um, And I just ran with it. And now I've I've got mechanisms and teammates who take my YouTube videos and they get it on my blog posts and they get it on my podcast. I don't do any of that. All my focus is on YouTube because that's the medium that's most comfortable for me to create on. And so you found comfort behind the
0: camera in front of the microphone. And so with that being said, you've grown this channel now, man, you're almost you're so close to 50K subscribers. <laughs> Congratulations, man. That's an awesome achievement, especially for uh, a short of amount of time that you've kind of put into the the, the platform so far. What what would be a couple of key things that you would say you would attribute to your quick success? I mean, you've you know you did the 120 videos in 120 days. You did daily uploads. You know that's probably you can attest that to a little bit of it. But what would you say would be the thing that has helped you kind of grow at the pace? Because let's be real, Miles. In my space, a lot of people ask me on a daily basis, almost ad nauseum. It gets so annoying. People ask me, Dusty, how do I grow a YouTube channel fast? They want it now. They want it yesterday. And so, what did you do to grow? your channel at the rate at which you did.
1: Yeah. So a big part of it was moving forward with like bold confidence, knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that this was going to work. And I was able to bring that confidence because we had done this once before with my wife's brand. I've seen what becoming a consistent content publisher on one platform for long periods of time can do Uh, a really funny statistic at the end of 90 days when I was doing a video a day every day for 90 days. I don't even think I had 500 subscribers. So here I am working my face off, right? Like it's so difficult to do a video every day, publish a video every day for 90 days. And the results were very small. And I think most people give up at that point. They're like, there's not the rewards aren't worth it. But I knew that sticking with it for a long period of time. And at this point, it's 19 months that it's like in that marathon runner's pace in that follow through. That's where all the power is, is in the follow through. Right. So I was able to confidently move forward. The other thing I've done is I really focused on giving, not kind of giving and then pitching something on the back end, right? Not these videos that have great titles, like I'm going to teach you Facebook advertising. And then a minute 30 in, they transition to pitching their $497 Facebook advertising course. I actually taught every single thing, 100% for free. And part of why I did that is because I I surveyed the market space and I saw that everyone in my space in internet marketing, they're, they're actually kind of trying to sell something Through the videos, they kind of half teach and then they half sell and I had to do something to be unique and that uniqueness was I'm just going to give it all away. Kind of like what Gary Vaynerchuk talks about. I trusted in that process and I think it made me shareable. People are willing to put my videos in Facebook groups, sh- send them to their friends because they're not laden with pitches. Now, I have some well-timed pitches in there. I have opportunity for people to get on my list. So I'm not ignoring that. I'm just making sure that not every single video is all about that. Um, and I brought a little bit of SEO experience, right? So I, I do keyword research. I understand how keyword research works. And I, I work to get the keywords inside of the title, the description, and the tags. And I've I've been a bit of a student of copyright writing. So, how do you create those headlines that that hopefully get clicks above the people above you because if you're getting a better click through rate in a search engine result page or in a YouTube result page, you generally will move up in the rankings. So, those are kind of a few of the little tactics I brought, but It's that it really is that mindset of like, I'm here on earth to give, I'm here to help people I'll get mine in the future. So I trust in the law of attraction. I trust in reciprocity and I'm just going to boldly move forward in a way that I don't think many people had done in my space. And it was kind of this um, little magic confluence of things. And it's funny, it goes back to that old Zig Ziglar
0: quote of normally, you know, if you give other people what they want, normally you're going to get what you want back in return
1: twofold. Um, Absolutely. 100%. That is... One, that's it. You summed it up so much more eloquently than I was able to, but that is 100% the belief that I fully open-hearted ran forward with. And I think the proof is in the data. And the
0: value for you also, let's be real here, is that each one of these videos, as you know, Roberto Blake has said many times on my podcast, he said a couple of times that he thinks of each one of his videos as um, business cards. And Every one of your videos, you know, now that you've uploaded so many videos, you were daily there for a while and the, your, your speed and your rate at which uploading videos, you now have hundreds of videos out there that are going to be working for you on a daily basis. And that's such a beautiful thing. It's such a wonderful thing to have and to know as a marketer is such a powerful tool um, to have. So- yeah, there are.
1: Oh, I'm I'm sorry for jumping on you there, but like my little tweak on that is that they're all assets, right? And the assets compound over time. And I'm now getting compounding results for all of my past efforts. My biggest videos I actually created over a year ago, and they're generating thousands and thousands of views, connecting me with thousands of new people every single month for effort I did over a year ago. And when you create enough little assets, boom, that works. Um, 342 videos in 19 months at this point. And it's mind boggling. I I'm blown away by it and I'm having so much fun with it. So you've been a busy man. I I am, I am impressed at your
0: ferocity, my friend. That's impressive. Now let's talk about that for a minute. Just the rate in the clip at which you uploaded these videos and you did this, what do you think were the pros and cons of that? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I've had people tell me when, you know, I've actually increased the, the rate at which I upload videos. And of course my channel is completely different. My channel is an evergreen channel. It's based all off tutorials and all off of how to videos on different software and things like that. So it's completely different, but I have increased the rate at which I upload. And the pros on that are, you know, sometimes YouTube favors that, you know, with algorithms, things like that. But then again, the cons on that is a lot of times people or subscribers who are, you know, consumers of your content will get a little frustrated and they may say that it becomes a little bit spammy. So how did you balance the act of, or did you just not care? Did you just say, hey, listen, I'm going to go, I'm going to upload these videos daily, and I'm just going to do this thing, and this is kind of my thought process on how I'm going to grow this channel?
1: Yeah, so the beginning was all about trying to trigger YouTube's algorithm, or maybe another way of saying that is to prove to YouTube I'm here I'm real I'm in it for the long term and I feel like doing a 90 day to 120 day challenge not only showed YouTube that I was I'm a I'm a big time publisher I'm publishing more content than most people on the platform in that little period it changed my personal beliefs before I started I had the belief that I was not a content creator I had a belief that I was a behind the scenes person and I flexed the muscle over and over enough to change the belief within myself and at the end of 90 days end of 120 days publishing a video every single single day. I can't call my, I can't say that I'm not a content creator anymore. And in this day we live in being a creator and publisher of content is the path to success. I don't care if you're selling socks. I don't care what you're doing, raising money for a nonprofit. Being a publisher is really the key. So that first period was more about like me. Um, Kyle Seese has this analogy when you, you got a garden hose on the side of your house and all winter it's been frozen. It's been sitting there and you go turn on that garden hose. And at first the water that runs out, it's kind of brown. Kind of nasty kind of mucky. Those were my first 30, 40 videos for sure But if you let that water run long enough the water gets crystal clear and you actually get good clear water flowing out And that's really what happened I went through the learning curve more quickly because I just compressed it down to three or four months and Like how do I record am I stuttering am I stumbling? How do I how do I? Really become a publisher on YouTube became super easy in a condensed period of time because I condensed it all the way down like, like if you're going to learn to snowboard, uh, and you go up four times a season, you're never going to learn to snowboard. But if you go live next to a mountain and you snowboard every single day for a season, it's going to click forever. You will have that muscle memory down. So that was kind of the first big part. Then I shifted into what I call my marathon runner's pace. And I recommend everyone does a big push initially. And then you get into your marathon runner's pace. For me, it's three videos per week. And I've been doing three videos per week now for probably about 15, 14, 15 months, um, Um, and this is just now I get a little bit more breathing room and I'm able to focus in on what topics are going to help people. I've definitely received feedback from my audience. That's, um, you know, miles, I can't keep up with your videos and I've got a video about this. Um, the difference between just in time information and just in case information, and I'm putting out very tactical, here's how to do Facebook ads. Here's how to build a list. Here's how to build a squeeze page. And I tell my audience, like you don't actually need to watch all of my videos. You, when you have a problem that is, able to be solved by one of my videos, come watch the video, solve your problem and get back to work because you need to be a content creator also. And I think all of us need to publish more than we consume. And it's so easy to get Caught up in that cycle of just consuming, just consuming. And I'm often trying to encourage my audience to log off of YouTube and go become a publisher on YouTube. And if they get stuck on something, come check out my videos, use the search bar, you'll find the answer. But I really like it when people disappear from comments for a while and then all of a sudden they show back up and they're um, like, hey, man, I actually started. I did a 90 day challenge. I've got an audience. I've got a channel. Like, I'm growing an email list. Like, wow, it's actually working. Like, that's the most fulfilling thing for me more so than seeing those numbers keep growing and growing. Yeah. And when you, when you
0: make that transition from consumer to creator, you know, that's when you can really get a feel, that's when you can really start getting in a groove. And and I love that. I love exactly everything you said there. Now, let me ask you this. You know, you talked about giving away things for free. And one of my most recent episodes on my other podcast, the entrepreneurship minute, which is all about online business and growing it. And a lot of what you do on your, your YouTube channel, uh, was all about the power of the word free. And the power of freebies. And I think you have really latched onto that. And you and I, you know, I think we're on the same mantra of, you know, giving away the content for free on YouTube. You keep giving it away, keep giving it away. And then eventually, when you build that trust up enough, you can start pitching very carefully the premium courses, the sponsorships, the sponsored videos, whatever it may be. So let me ask you this let's talk about business for a minute, let's talk about monetization. What are your thoughts on making money from the channel, from the YouTube channel and content? What are your thoughts and how are you going to make money? How are you making money now? And what are your visions for the future?
1: And that's a great question. And I often confuse people. So I definitely have monetization turned on on my channel, but I don't run advertisements on my channel. And the reason is, is I care about my audience's attention and I can't let any of those spammy or subpar tools that happen to be advertising in my space. I can't give their I can't give my audience their attention. So I have ads off, but I do use monetization for the cards. I like to have pop-up cards and my goal, if I have an actual goal that's a value benefit for me, is to grow my email list from my YouTube channel. So whenever I have a call to action, generally speaking, it's going to be to get people on my email list, to get my free course that's gonna give them the broader perspective of how to grow a business online. Because once they're on my email list, I own that relationship you know, YouTube actually owns all of my content on YouTube. Now I have a really good relationship with YouTube and I plan on keeping it that way, but that's a bit precarious if you really look at it from a big picture. So getting them onto my email list is the asset I own. And at that point, I further build the relationship and I help connect people with the tools and sometimes trainings that are going to help them achieve their goals, right? I help connect them with what they already actually want. And one way to look at it is I teach a lot of the how to, and I recommend and a few key tools and as, as an affiliate and when someone clicks through and uses the tools that I show them exactly how to use, um, I do receive an affiliate kickback in that sense. Um, and that that's the current model. It's working really well. My email list is now right about 4,000 subscribers. So I've got 50,000 subscribers on YouTube and about 4,000 subscribers on my personal email list. And I email almost every day right now. So I'm say, taking that same approach of a lot of work and get that flex that muscle over and over to make this email marketing thing easy. Um, and I try to email more than just, hey, here's my newest video. Um, and that that's kind of my current approach. I don't know if I'm ever going to create my own courses because I like standing in this unique position of. I don't have a course I'm not trying to sell you anything so I can be brutally honest about what works and what doesn't work. And I feel I have, Extra shareability because there's no like ah he just said that because he's trying to promote his membership program or he just said that because he's trying to sell this thing that he created over here so I don't know I go back and forth on the idea but right now I love this little space uh, I'm in because I can kind of um I can call some people out on their BS because there's a lot of BS floating around I love that I, I normally don't ask this question but I, I think it's it's pertinent to this conversation.
0: As busy as you are with, with, the biz, with the business with your wife and yourself and, and the YouTube channel uploading three times a week now and in your current marathon pace, as you put it, let me ask you this. How do you make time for it all? I mean, that that's, that's a question I get is, you know, there's a lot of hobbyist YouTubers out there. I mean, you know, myself and yourself, we get to do a lot of this stuff for, you know, full time now. What would you suggest for people out there for time management and getting this stuff done for their channel and for their, you know, content creation?
1: Yeah. Um, I I do work incredibly hard and I love it. Uh, so for me, the first thing is the perspective of why am I on this earth, right? Like literally I'm getting philosophical. It gets kind of deep because that's the core of it. And I believe that I'm on this earth as a creator. I am here to create and I'm here to help other people. So this is doing my work in the world is my philosophy around it. Um, my YouTube channel is my sidekick. My full-time business is my wife and my business. So I wake up like five, I think I was up at 530 this morning, right? I wake up very early. That gives me a few extra hours in the morning. I work in the evenings. I work seven days a week, but it's because I love what I'm doing. I truly am passionate about sharing this stuff. So I've, I just make more time in the week than most people do. And when my wife and I were starting our first time, I mean, we had full day jobs, right? I had the eight hour job, the hour lunch break, the hour commute each way in the Bay area. And then I would wake up early. I'd work two hours before I went to work. I would stay up till 11, 1 o'clock at night, work three hours after work. And we just really brute forced our way to it. And I think a part of it is because it's a priority. I have this feeling of like, I have to get this out. No one's actually teaching all of the nuts and bolts. Like, Obviously, I'm the human on earth who's supposed to do that if no one else is willing to and everybody else is paywall gating everything like, cool, I'm just going to go change the game and I'm going to leave a legacy. And if something happens to me tomorrow, I've at least created this legacy that's going to live. And that kind of big, grander, more grand vision just it fuels me. I'm just passionate. I wake up at 530 without an alarm clock. Like I'm up. I'm like, oh, I get to email. I'll make some. All right. I'm excited. Like, yeah, I get to get on the call with Dusty today. Like. It's just, I'm fired up. So it's like, I think when you really tune into that overlap of what your passions are, what y- your skills are, right? I've been doing this internet marketing thing, making money online since 2003. So I've got some time, skill, the education. When you find that overlap of all of those components and you're just giving, like you, you you just get this new level of energy, um, two little hacks. I meditate every day. Uh, usually in the afternoon, about two o'clock, three o'clock when I'm kind of feeling that lull of the afternoon, um, maybe wanting a third cup of coffee, I'll actually go meditate. And I hike a lot. I live in a small town kind of on the side of a mountain and, um, a lot of hiking trails around. And every day I hike probably four to five miles per day. And most people are like, well, wouldn't that keep you from doing the work? And to me, um, it actually gives me these kind of refreshments refreshing points in my day. So I can come back after a three mile hike and I've got all the energy in the world again, um, or come back after meditation and my head's clear and I'm ready to go versus trying to push through when I'm really feeling kind of drained and sluggish. I I have uh, tools in my tool belt that, that recharge my energy quickly so I can have three or four productive multi-hour
0: periods throughout the day. It's funny when people ask me or, you know, when I hear people conversating about, oh man, it's going to be Monday or, oh man, the work week is going to start or this weekend went by so fast. Like now that I do this full time miles, I kind of get that feeling that you get. It's just like at night, I'm excited about the next day. Like whether it's a conversation with a creator, a YouTube creator that I'm going to have for the podcast that I've just been waiting for, or I've been watching for a long time, or it's a video that I've got about to release or a podcast that's doing really well, or a product or a service that I, I'm, I'm working on or a course or whatever it may be. Like, I love what I'm doing now so much. And I'm so passionate. If you find that thing, if you find uh, the, the, the place where you feel like you're being valuable, that, that what you're doing has purpose. And that's the purpose and that's kind of the motto of this show is that my goal here on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast is to help people get their messages heard. That's it. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, I'm here to help you not to get a million subscribers, not to get 50 bazillion views, but I'm here so that you and your message can get heard by the people that you're targeting that is it. That's the goal of what we're doing here on the show. And so I completely concur with everything that you just said. Now it's powerful. Let me ask you this, Miles, what is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first
1: started out on YouTube? Oh, when I first started out, man, I, I would, I would even go before I first started out. And when I first started thinking about being a publisher and it, it would be to just suck it up and just do it like start earlier, just go. Um, it, you know, I guess the flip side of that when I did start was, um, There's no such thing as perfection, perfection. It's either attempting perfection or published and done and published and done is better than trying to make something perfect. And if you go back and look at my first videos, they're pretty awkward, I'm very stiff, my lighting's off, my my microphone sucks, like everything about it is challenging, but I did it and I got better. So it's that encouragement just to go, just to start. I wish somebody would've actually caught me before my first video and told me to start earlier because had I started this in 2015 instead of late 20s, oh my gosh, right? Like that's the biggest thing. And for anyone out there who's trying to see how all the pieces connect before, uh, there's a great Steve jobs quote of when he, he spoke at a, I think it was a Stanford commencement speech. Like you can only connect the dots when you look backwards, right? Like in the moment we're trying to connect all the dots before we start. No, no, no. You just start, get progress going forward, get progress on your side and you'll make incremental adjustments as you go. Think my studio that I work in now is a lot better than what I did when I started. My microphone now is like everything will get incrementally better over time. Just go. Keep going, keep publishing, give your best you can for that day, but make sure it gets up that day and then work on making it a little tiny bit better tomorrow.
0: I love getting the ins and outs of uh, YouTubers' workflows and the tools that they use. I'm a bit of a gearhead, a technology nerd. I've been known to uh, to, to buy things that I probably yeah. didn't really <laughs> need, to be honest with you. So Miles, let me know and my audience know, what are some tools of the trade that you use in your YouTube workflow that you just could not live without, whether it be hardware, software, internet resource, whatever it is, what are you using to get the job done? Yep. So
1: uh, I'm going to break this into two. Two little phases. I'll talk about the early phase. For the early phase, it was literally an iRig mic lav, and it's a little lavalier microphone that plugs into the cell phone, and that that was it. That was the big. Kind of step up in audio quality. Um, From there, there's a brand of lights called Yungno. It's Y O N G N U O. They're LED lights um, and getting a little tiny bit of lighting. So I built this little rig that's kind of like a phone holder. It has a cold shoe on top. It holds an led light on top. My cell phone goes in it and I plug in the microphone and for the first 250 videos, that was my setup and it made really actually high quality. And I got like a three-year-old phone. Like I haven't even updated my phone in years and it gives a pretty high quality production value for literally, uh, under a hundred dollars and what I can carry around in a very, very ultra light backpack. Um, I do screen recordings and there's this little software called screencast. Omatic. It's kind of the goofiest name ever, like the 80s called, and they want their name back. But um, it's like $15 a year, and it allows me to record my webcam and my screen at the same time and do some cool post-production. And that's how I do all of my um, like Facebook advertising videos where I'm showing people, you know, click here. Here's how to set up your custom conversion. Here's how to put your pixel on your site and all that really geeky tech- technical tactical step-by-step stuff. Um, screencast-o-matic all the way is, is how, how to do that. And then now kind of on the newer level, um, these sound blanket things I found, I, I, my office is an echo chamber, hardwood floors, f- just a perfect rectangle. It is a reverberation box. So, uh, sound blankets, uh, as my audio acoustic treatment are, are key, but I'm, I really keep the tech as like, people would be surprised, man. I'm not even running on six, $700 worth of tech at this point, even, even having this, you know, having really built it to a point where I'm, I'm all in on this. I'm going pro with this. Um, it's still, the tech's pretty, pretty simple. Um, I like to keep it
0: simple. Yeah. Sound blankets for me it, w- w- has been a game changer. You know, I've, if if you walked into my audio, my audience, my office today, My wife and I, I like to commonly refer to it as a studio. uh, To be honest with you, Miles, because it sounds more professional. And when I'm talking to people, I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know, I hang out in my studio. Got to go back to the studio. (laughs) You know, I'm sounded. I want to sound professional." But anyways, um, in the studio, uh, what I have is. You know, Basically, I have soundproofed this room so much that uh, when my daughter's like out in the hallway, even, I can't even hear her when she's out there yapping and, and doing her thing and having a good time out in the hallway. So it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So um, haven't checked out Screencast-O-Matic. I use ScreenFlow or Camtasia, but I definitely there will will be checking out Screencast-O-Matic to, uh, to see kind of what's going on there. Um, all right. So as we're kind of nearing the end or the tail end of this conversation, um, I want to ask you this. What is next for you and your YouTube channel, like short-term? And long term. Like I know you're gonna continue the clip of three uh, you know, videos per week. You're gonna stay consistent, you're a worker, you're gonna get that that work in. But what are you looking to do in the future for your channel?
1: You know, that's a great question. And I don't think in in many senses, I'm not thinking that broad of a picture because my whole philosophy or what I'm most interested in is seeing what the results of continuing on what I'm doing right now for three years and five years become. And my goal is to show not just with what I'm showing, like, here's how to do the nuts and bolts, but, but through my actions, my daily actions that anyone can create an audience of people who know, like, and trust them through brute force effort over here's the kicker long sustained periods of time. And everyone's running around looking for the short term, the hacks, the the how do I make it work quick and the shortcut is to do one thing for 3 years to 5 years. So I feel like I'm just literally need to keep going through the motions. I'm not like trying to I I don't see any area that I'm I'm like, "Oh, I need to break into this," um or I need to to yeah, I, I literally, it's doing the exact same thing I'm doing right now for another year and a half, two years. And then being able to look back and document how well that actually worked is kind of the the big trick. Cause my goal is to inspire others. I, I want to make it look relatively simple. Um, So I'm just trying to keep it simple and just, just three videos a day, just keep going, keep teaching. And over the course, it forces me to find new subject matters and new topics and new things I haven't made videos on. Which that's almost more of a challenge. Is is what are those big? Because I I covered everything in Facebook ads, for example. I think I got like forty videos on Facebook ads and covered everything on how to build a funnel with uh, like on WordPress. So it's really inexpensive for people. Um, I'm looking for that next big grouping of videos I can make that would most people would put together and sell for a thousand dollar course. Uh, I just want to put it together and give it away for free. And I don't know what that is yet, but I'm always kind of um, playing in the comments, seeing what people are asking about and, and looking for. So I don't know if that was the right answer, but I mean, that that's the best I got.
0: No, I love that. That's a fantastic answer. Now I want to ask you in closing, before we get to the fun lightning round here, what is one piece of advice that you would give someone listening to this show, whether they're just starting out on YouTube or, you know, they're, they're, you know, wanting to grow their channel. What's that piece of advice that you would just give them right now that you
1: think could be the most valuable for them going forward? That your path to like the ultimate lifestyle success. And to me, so to me, a millionaire is someone who positively impacts the lives of millions of people. The two comma club, blah, blah, blah. I have this many zeros in my bank account stuff is complete BS I want. I don't even care. When people are able to shift and look inside of themselves and you pull through self-awareness what that thing is that you're here on this earth to do and you begin to let that come out and you start to share that with the world, the money shows up, everything shows up and your life becomes so fulfilling. And the coolest part is... If that's how to do vertical gardening in small spaces, if that's how to teach people how to create, make their own vegan dog food, like it doesn't have to be marketing based or it could be anything you're passionate about. If you're super into first person viewer drones, great. I got a buddy who's got a remote control airplane channel and he just builds and breaks and fixes and flies his remote control airplanes and he's created this huge audience of people who love him. He sells all kinds of remote control stuff as an affiliate, but he's so fulfilled. Because he actually loves what he does that came from within him If you would have looked at the data He would have gone into drones because drones are hot and everybody needs a drone and drones are cool But he doesn't love drones. He loves RC car planes So he's going to be of service to that audience people who love RC car planes and boom It's just clicked with him So if you just that one thing is to dig deep inside of yourself And what is that one thing that you love and that no matter what happens in the next three to five years? You'll be reading blogs about it. You'll be playing with these things. Anyways, share that. And when you align with that, everything gets fun and easy. You don't have to become an internet marketer teaching internet marketing to want to be internet marketers, right? You can literally teach uh front yard gardening in the desert with low water and that can be your bit and you can grow such a beautiful business. My wife and I's main business is where angels overlap with meditations. It's this very obscure little world within spirituality and a sub niche of meditation. We get 5 million visits a year to our website like it's we live in a day of these micro niches, but everyone's connected. So just go be of service to an audience that you love and really focus on being of service to them. Put their needs first. The universe just does magical things to support us when we align in that direction The wrong side, the other side of that is chasing the money. How do I get money? And when you try to get from the universe, you try to get money, the universe will get from you. But when you give with all of your being at every level of your cell and your heart and you really give of yourself, wow, that's that's when magic happens. And that's the most difficult shift to help people have. But when they when that clicks, magic happens. I've seen it so many times that is powerful
0: and that's some good stuff man thank you so much now what we're going to do now is we're going to transition over to the more fun side of things we're going to get to know miles a little better by going into the uh, lightning round so miles go ahead sit back strap in i'm gonna ask you a couple of questions see if you can uh, help me out answer these questions for me so uh what is the last song that you downloaded oh the grouch breathe oh okay what would your superpower be if you had one
1: Oh, to instantly help people see what is in their heart and soul that they're here on the earth to share. Because everyone's here to share something with the world that's 100% unique to them. If I could just, like, give them a mirror lens and have them see that instantly, oh, that'd be the best gift in the world. Favorite place to eat? Uh, A little restaurant called Anchan in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Oh, favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh, so it'd have to be... um, Made with coconut milk, and I'll go mint chocolate Ooh. chip, but dairy-free. Oh, I like that. If you could only choose one vacation destination, where would you pick and why? Only one? That's it, man. Just one. Um, Mount Maunganui, New Zealand, uh, because it's kind of an unknown little spot. I maybe just blew up the spot a little bit by dropping that here on record. But um, yeah, it's a little beach town in North Island, New Zealand. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Eating
0: dinner with one person, dead or alive? Who would that person My be? My wife. Ah, if you were on a deserted island and could only watch one YouTube channel, what would that channel be?
1: Um, man, I don't watch much, Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk.
0: Yeah, Gary V. If you had a million bucks, what would would be your first purchase?
1: Um, uh, condo at Tahoe.
0: Hmm, if your friends or family were asked to describe you, Miles, in one word, what would that one word be? Giving. Giving. I love it. I love it, man. Awesome. Awesome stuff. I love that. I love the lightning round. Thank you so Cheers. much, Miles. Uh, speaking of all of your stuff, where you're at, would you please go ahead and let my audience know where
1: to get in touch with yeah, you? Yeah, I'm the only Miles Beckler on earth, so I'm pretty easy to find um, YouTube. My blog is milesbeckler.com, Instagram, whatever. Uh, the most interactive I am is in the comments on YouTube. I've actually personally answered something like 10,000 comments um, in the YouTube section, so that's where I'm most interactive, uh, there or Instagram, But um, and I got a podcast. Again, just search for Miles Beckler. Um, Just search for me wherever you're at, and I I generally show up.
0: Yep, it's Miles, B-E-C-K-L-E-R, all over on YouTube. You've got a podcast, Miles Beckler Show, milesbeckler.com. All of that good stuff, all of that will be in the show notes as always. And, Miles, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll talk to you later. Cheers.